Welcome to Jesus Loves the World podcast. For more information and free resources, visit our website, jesuslovestheworld.info. Be blessed, empowered, and transformed in Jesus' name. What if someone who has a reputation of being unfaithful and untrue gives you a promise? How much value would you give to that promise? Not much. What if someone who has a reputation of being faithful and true gives you a promise? How much value would you give to that promise? Great value. The value of a promise depends upon the reputation or character of the one giving the promise. Throughout all eternity, God, the creator of heaven and earth and all things good, is the only one who is faithful and true. God is never unfaithful. God is never untrue. God is perfect in every way. Let us read Genesis chapter 12, verse 2, where God speaks to Abram and gives him a promise. Genesis 12, verse 2. I will make you a great nation. I will bless you and make your name great, and you shall be a blessing. God's promise to Abram was not just one, not just two, not just three, four, five or six, but seven promises. And in verse two, we read of four of the seven promises that God gave to Abram. God's promise to Abram was so great, it was for all eternity. Let us look at the four promises in verse 2. Promise number 1. God will make a great nation through Abram and his descendants. Promise number 2. God will give Abram a special blessing. Promise number 3. God will grow Abram's reputation and name. Promise number four. God will give Abram the power to be a blessing to others. At the time God gave these eternal promises to Abram, both Abram and his wife could not have children. They were without descendants and their bodies were long past the years of being able to have children. Without a child, God's promises would not be fulfilled. Yet Abram believed God. Because Abram knew the value of a promise depends upon the reputation or character of the one giving the promise. Abram knew that God is faithful and true, the creator of heaven and earth and all things good. Abram knew the value of God's promise because Abram knew God. Many years later, after God gave the promise to Abram, the Apostle Paul testifies of how God fulfilled his promise to Abram. The Apostle Paul said of Abram in Romans chapter 4, verse 17 to 22, As it is written, I have made you a father of many nations. 
in the presence of him who he believed. God, who gives life to the dead and calls those things which do not exist as though they did, who, contrary to hope, in hope believed, so that he became the father of many nations, according to what was spoken. So shall your descendants be. And not being weak in faith, he did not consider his own body already dead, since he was about a hundred years old, and the deadness of Sarah's womb. He did not waver at the promise of God through unbelief, but was strengthened in faith, giving glory to God, and being fully convinced that what he had promised he was also able to perform. And therefore it was accounted to him for righteousness. The Apostle Paul knew God is faithful and true, the creator of heaven and earth and all things good. The Apostle Paul knew the value of God's promise because the Apostle Paul knew God. He too testifies of how God fulfilled his promise to Abraham. Let us look again. Promise number one. God will make a great nation through Abraham and his descendants. God changed Abram's name to Abraham, which means father of many. And from the seed of Abraham came a great nation and a great king from the smallest of tribes. God said of this king that he was a man after his own heart. His name was David. The great nation was ancient Israel. God fulfilled promise number one. Promise number two. God will give Abram a special blessing. God gave Abraham a special blessing of being honoured by God in knowing him intimately and personally. And this was in a time when people did not know God intimately and personally. God honoured Abraham and said that he was his friend. As his friend, God shared his heart with Abraham, told him of his eternal plans and gave him a special part in them. As through his descendants, God himself would come, the deliverer and saviour for all. God fulfilled promise number two. Promise number three. God will grow Abram's reputation and name. To this day, we are still talking about Abraham. We testify of his great faith and trust in God. His reputation throughout the world has become great. He is often called the father of faith. He knew that God is faithful and true and that he could trust in him. The Apostle Paul testified of Abraham. And Abraham, like all God's children, are given a measure of faith by God. And Abraham chose to put that faith and trust in God. History proves God is faithful and true, as Abraham's reputation continues to grow 
His story is in God's love story to us. In both the Old and the New Testaments, through Abraham's journey with God and God's faithfulness in journeying with him, we discover that God is indeed faithful and true. The value of God's promise is so great, it is eternal. God fulfilled promise number three. Promise number four. God will give Abram the power to be a blessing to others. Through the fulfilment of the promise given to Abraham, generation from generation have been blessed. As it is through Abraham's descendants, the tribe of King David, that God chose to bring his eternal blessing of Jesus, the anointed one who is the saviour of the world. God himself to be with us chose to be born into this world through the descendants of Abraham. God fulfilled promise number four. Many, many, many years after God gave the promise to Abram, God in his great love gave the promise to a young girl. The young girl's name was Mary. Let us read Luke chapter 1, verse 30 to 35. Then the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favour with God. And behold, you will conceive in your womb and bring forth a son, and shall call his name Jesus. He will be great and will be called the Son of the Highest, and the Lord God will give him the throne of his father David. And he will reign over the house of Jacob forever, and of his kingdom there will be no end. Then Mary said to the angel, How can this be, since I do not know a man? And the angel answered and said to her, The Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the highest will overshadow you. Therefore, also, that Holy One is to be born will be called the Son of God. Now indeed, Elizabeth, your relative, has also conceived a son in her old age. And this is now the sixth month for her who was called barren. For with God, nothing will be impossible. Then Mary said, Behold, the maid servant of the Lord, let it be to me according to your word. And the angel departed from her. At the end of the promise, Mary said, Behold the maidservant of the Lord. Let it be to me according to your word. Mary knew God is faithful and true, the creator of heaven and earth and all things good. Mary knew the value of God's promise because Mary knew God. Through knowing God, Mary knew her own identity was in God. She knew she was the chosen servant of the Lord, receiving a special blessing from God. She too was given a special part in God's eternal plan. Through her, God himself, the saviour of the world, would be born 
as a little baby. Mary did not know how this would be as she was a virgin. Yet the child will be from the Holy Spirit of God who will overshadow her. In that moment in time when God became a baby inside the womb of Mary, she knew God's promise to Abraham was being fulfilled. She sang a joyful response in praise of God. The one, the only one, who is faithful and true. Let us read Mary's song. Luke chapter 1, 46 to 55. And Mary said, My soul magnifies the Lord, and my spirit has rejoiced in God my Saviour. For he has regarded the lowly state of his maidservant, for behold, henceforth all generations will call me blessed. For he who is mighty has done great things for me, and holy is his name, and his mercy is on those who fear him from generation to generation. He has shown great strength with his arm. He has scattered the proud in the imagination of their hearts. He has put down the mighty from their thrones and exalted the lowly. He has filled the hungry with good things and the rich he has sent away empty. He has helped his servant Israel in remembrance of his mercy as he spoke to our fathers, to Abraham and to his seed forever. Mary sings, My soul magnifies the Lord, and my spirit rejoiced in God my Saviour. Such a beautiful revelation of God, her Lord and Saviour. She testifies that God has seen her lowly state or situation. God cares for her in every part of her life. She boldly declares that he has done great things for her, and holy is his name. Mary knows that his great love is not just for herself as he lavishes his love on all. She sings of his great mercy towards those who reverence him. She also recalls God's faithfulness with generation after generation of the nation Israel and remembers the promise to Abraham and his seed forever. As a result of her special part in the fulfilment of God's promise and eternal salvation plan, she knows that for generation after generation she will be called blessed. Not because of anything she has done, but all because of God's faithfulness in all he has done, is doing, and will do, in her life and throughout history. Yes, God remembers his promise to Abraham all those hundreds and hundreds of years ago. God fulfills every promise because he is faithful and true. The value of his promise is eternal. God's promises to Abraham and his promises to the world are all fulfilled in Jesus. 
When we receive Jesus, we activate God's promises in our lives. We inherit the same special blessing of being honoured by God, to know him intimately and personally. Through Jesus, we live in his presence within, around and upon. Each one of us has a special part in God's eternal plan, testifying of him, that he is faithful and true, the saviour of the world. Therefore today, as we continue to celebrate the fulfilment of God's promise to Abraham, to his descendants, to Mary, to the Apostle Paul, to all people of all tribes and nations, and to us, we testify, he is faithful and true. Let us take hold of his promise and our part in his salvation and healing mission to the world. We carry his presence into a lost and dying world and testify of him. We herald in his kingdom, peace on earth, good news to all, the Saviour has come. He is the creator of heaven and earth and all things good. He heals the brokenhearted, proclaims liberty to the captives, opens the eyes of the blind and sets at liberty those who are oppressed. We proclaim him, and now until he returns, this is the acceptable year of the Lord. In his faithfulness we can trust, not in our own faithfulness, but in his faithfulness, for he is faithful and true. The value of his promises are eternal. Today, we celebrate the fulfilment of God's promise in Jesus. We can testify. We know God is faithful and true, the creator of heaven and earth and all things good. We know the value of God's promise because we know God. Let us pray. If you have never received Jesus as your Lord and Saviour, now is the time. Just simply open your heart and mind and say yes to Jesus. I receive you as my Lord and Saviour. Come fill me. Transform me. Empower me as from this day on I choose to be your disciple. And as a result, I am a child of God. Thank you for your special gift of yourself and your precious Holy Spirit, your presence that is with us to the end of this age. We thank you, Almighty God, that you are faithful and true and in you we can trust. In Jesus' mighty name, Amen. For more information and free resources, visit our website, jesuslovestheworld.info. Be blessed, empowered, and transformed in Jesus' name.